Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, how are you? Are you all good? I hope so. I am wonderful because it's quite cloudy today. So it's not um, a day that I am going to be suffering with the heat. Uh, so that makes me very, very, very happy. I can't even begin to tell you how happy it makes me. <laughs> I am going to just chill today. Well, I'm not going to chill because I'm going to be at work, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be chilled, not really, really hot and snappy and ugh, miserable. <laughs> um, right. Okie cokie Lee. Let's have a look and see what we have today. So, did everybody find Harry Potter yesterday? Did they see that Harry Potter was there as the third episode? I wasn't sure. So, maybe you can let me know whether you think it needs to go um, sort of during the day, uh, just before bed. What kind of time you would like the third Harry, the third episode to go? Um, Oh, or go out, go live. Um, I have put it for about nine o'clock in the morning. Um, obviously, I know that goes for different times when you're in different countries, but that's nine o'clock here. Um, but I don't know whether that's the right time. So let me know what time you think it is. It is only going to be on a Sunday, that one. That one is going to be once a week. Um... I know that a lot of you, well, a lot of you have asked, yes, they you would like the, the Harry Potter books to be read. But um, I know some of you aren't that fussed about them and aren't, aren't that keen on them. So um, because they are a little bit, you know, go into sort of a lot, a little bit scary um as we go into the books um i've decided that i'm just going to put them on once a week one chapter a week and you can listen to them if you like obviously um so the first one went out yesterday and hopefully fingers crossed we're going to enjoy it um so uh what else oh i need to say thank you to rita uh, thank you for becoming my first um, supporter. Uh, uh, now, there is a button on here. Um, I wasn't aware, but there is a button on here. And um, I only found out yesterday that um, you can become um, a supporter and you can um, activate the listener support, which means that you you just pay um, a little bit of money each month which absolutely fantastic it's very very important that we get things like this because um, it means that I it just enables me to carry on being able to get the books that you are requesting because if I kind of run out of money I can't get the books and um, we may have to stop that would be no good at all would it um, so and the you know, we we don't want that to happen. Uh, so thank you very much. If you 
do decide to become um, a supporter, I would, you know, very, very, very much appreciate it. Um, and yeah, just show your support and your love and I will show my love back, believe me. <laughs> um, so thank you, Rita. Uh, that is so awesome of you. Um, Aurora, you told me what kind of scarecrow, um, you, the only one that's told me what kind of scarecrow you would have if you could. Okay, so we have um, a zombie um, scarecrow ooh, with a helmet and gold chest plate. <gasps> wow, I think that might just do the job of scaring the, um, the birds. Uh, a zombie doll. Wow. I'm not quite sure I'd like that in my garden. <laughs> I think it might scare me as well. Um, but well done, Aurora. So thank you very much for letting me know wh what kind of um, uh, scarecrow you would build. Um, anybody else out there that has, you know, you don't have to have a garden um, or anything else. Just make one up in your head um, as though you have got a garden or as though you could put it in somebody else's garden. But thank you very much, Aurora. Um, and... Uh, did anybody get the riddle from yesterday? Oh, it was a difficult one. I think I might have had a cheaty one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, Bethany, you actually um, messaged in and told me what the answer to the riddle was. So, well done, you. Um, so, where are we? Let's have a look. Um, so, the actual riddle was, what has four letters... Occasionally has 12 letters, always has six letters, but never has five letters. Ooh. So, what, what is it? What, what has all those things? Well, Bethany, you said it isn't just one word that we're looking for, it's four words. So what, four letters, occasionally, 12 letters, always, six letters, and never, five letters. So although it, although it sounds as though you're just looking for one word, you're not. You're looking for all four of them. So well done. Well done, you. And well done to anybody else that got it as well. I knew people would would get it because I didn't get it and you're all much cleverer than me. <laughs> uh, so today's riddle is you'll find me in sand but not in the sea. I'm also kept between you and me. What am I? Hmm. So what am I indeed? Any guesses? Let me know. Now, the fun fact. My friend sent me a video which contained lots of different fun facts. And this particular one really caught my imagination. It really did sort of make me think, wow, oh my goodness me. 
Now, in, have you ever heard of the country Monaco? Um, it's on the French Riviera and it's kind of um, a very nice country, I think. <laughs> but when you think of a country, you think of lots of people living there. Um, you know, even if it's only a small country, because England's only a small country, but um, you kind of think of lots of people and um, everything. But did you know that Monaco... Oh, um, sorry, I've got a fly flying around me and I want it to go away. Um, did you know that Monaco... Okay. Uh, if you could pick it up, I know you can't, but if you could pick it up, as a whole country, pick it up and move it and plonked it down in the middle of Central Park in America, it would fit there. So I've never actually been to Central Park, um, so I'm assuming it's quite big if it would fit Monaco in it, I'm assuming. Um, but... I always think of countries being much bigger than parks. Do you not think? So this one has left me flabbergasted that you could just, if you could manage to pick up Monaco, it would fit inside Central Park. Wowzers. Central Park must be quite big. Um, but also Monaco must be a lot smaller than I imagine it to be. Uh, so, yeah, that's the fun fact. So I think that is one that you could take for your teachers because I doubt very much whether they will know that one. <laughs> so, right. Okie dokes. Uh, have something for you to make today. OK. Um, it's a beach bag. Now, today is International Plastic Bag Free Day. So no plastic bags today. So we're going to make, um, or I'm going to tell you how to make, an uh, eco-friendly beach bag. Not just use it for beach. You can use it for book bag or for a shopping bag, whatever you want to use it for. But it's eco-friendly. So you can use it instead of um a plastic bag so there you go so shall we shall we tell you what you need and how to do it yes okay so what you'll need you'll need quite a lot of things but have you seen those um the the fabric shopping bags um quite often they'll have something on the side of them um either a shop's name um or i don't know a, a saying a motto uh so some of them just made from like a a fabricy cottony type of bag okay <laughs> so what you need is it to be clean and ironed um with at least one blank side you could turn it inside out if you want to. 
that would make it easier then it would have two blank sides you need an A4 piece of paper a dark coloured marker pen a piece of thick cardboard about the size of your bag masking tape so that's like sticky tape um, six to eight pegs or bulldog clips two tablespoons of flour and two tablespoons of water a small bowl <laughs> a teaspoon and either one of the little medicine syringes that you get with um children's medicine or a clean squirty bottle like a washing up liquid bottle paint br brushes um a blunt knife like a butter knife and paint so what paint to use if you want to be able to wash your bag or use it in wet conditions use fabric paint otherwise just use any craft paint but just remember that your design may run if it gets wet okay so what you need to do because we're doing it as a beach bag um draw something um beachified like a starfish or a fish or a shell something like that a crab maybe but draw a simple well say it's a starfish um because they're quite easy to draw so draw a simple picture on the paper using a marker pen and then tape it to a piece of cardboard okay put the cardboard inside the bag and then smooth the fabric over the cardboard and use pegs to hold it tightly in place and then you can see you'll be able to see the design the picture that you've drawn through the bag okay Add the flour and the water to a small bowl and mix together to make a smooth, thick paste. Put this mixture into the squeezy bottle or syringe and then you squeeze it, squeeze the paste onto the bag following the lines of your drawing. Okay, so like if you've drawn a starfish, just follow the lines and squeeze the paste into the shape of the starfish. You can add extra details if you like. Leave it to dry overnight. Okay. And then, once it's dry paint around the paste lines so you can use a brush or um uh what do they call them sponges um but use a brush probably to paint solid colors inside say the starfish shape and a sponge to add two shades of blue outside it to make it look like the sea make sure that you paint right to the paste lines because you don't want them to not be there there'll be gaps and things leave it to dry overnight again so it's not going to be a quick thing 
but now pick off the paste okay so scrunch up your bag to break it up and then run a blank knife a blunt knife over it if it's hard to remove if you used fabric paint check the instructions on the packaging to find out how to set it okay so um as i say you can draw any picture you want um but if you're going to do starfish or crab or shell or whatever um you can use it as a um oh dear me i don't know what i'm talking about at the moment <laughs> you can use it as a beach bag um which means that you can um when you go to the beach um or on a picnic because it is picnic week uh picnic month this week this in july it is picnic month so you can take your food you can bring rubbish home um from the beach or wherever um what else can you do with it uh you could make a diy beach cleanup kit um because you could pack some gloves like gardening gloves or something for picking up rubbish safely old plastic bags for collecting rubbish to take home um which would then be very very um eco-friendly wouldn't it because those two items would fit easily inside your beach bag and could help you to make a real difference on your next trip to the beach or even somewhere closer to home how good so the awesome charity actually the two minute foundation is challenging us all to spend just two minutes picking up litter from our local area if everyone did it it would make a huge difference if you think about just outside in your street um, or at your local park or somewhere you spent two minutes picking up litter and putting it in the bin or bringing it home and putting it in your bin if everybody did that for two minutes how much litter would be picked up that would be awesome wouldn't it um so there you go uh, so not only is it um to be used for carrying things in you can also use it to um pick up litter and just yeah be really really cool <laughs> so uh, you probably will need an adult helper okay but not too much so there you go that is how you make a an eco-friendly beach bag to stop all those plastic bag free days <laughs> um other days today is national stay out of the sunday well i don't have a problem doing that most definitely um and national compliment your mirror day not quite sure why i should compliment my mirror whenever i look in my mirror it makes me look oh i'm where it's not me that's looking out back at me <laughs> um 
And now that when I look in the mirror, it's a person that's looking back is a whole other year older. My God, goodness. Um, so National Chocolate Wafer Day. I do like them. Oh, not too sure about this one. Maybe I shouldn't tell you this one. Ooh. Well, I'm going to tell you, but you've got to promise not to go through with this one. It's Disobedience Day. <gasps> Sorry, mummies and daddies. My goodness. Um, National Eat Your Beans Day. And National Fried Clam Day. I've never tried that. Um, air Conditioning Appreciation Day. Now, in England, we don't have air conditioning or don't very, very few houses have air conditioning. Have it if you're a big business and you're at work. Um, but then you can't quite often have the air conditioning on because it's always somebody that complains that it's too cold. So... Um, Air conditioning is hopeless. Uh, I would uh, very much appreciate air conditioning in my house some of the time. <laughs> um, and it's Great British Pea Week. Now, I'm assuming because they've spelt it P-E-A, <laughs> that it's um, pea that you eat and not pea any other way because it's not P-E-E-E. Um, so there you go. Uh, don't forget to tell me uh, your ice cream, your favourite ice cream flavours, your weirdest ice cream flavours and what ice cream you would um, invent because I am looking forward. I'm actually wanting to invent um, some of them, that custard flavoured ice cream definitely one that I would like to invent. <laughs> um, right, okie dokie. All right, let's have a look and see what we, what book we should read today. Uh, what do you think? I think possibly, 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 possibly. Let's have a look. Uh, chapter two of The Enchanted Wood. What do you think? When they go first visiting the wood. <laughs> so, chapter two. First visit to the wood. The three children had no chance to visit the Enchanted Wood until the next week because they had to help their mother and father all they could. There was the garden to get tidy, clothes and kitchen things to be unpacked and put away, and a great deal of cleaning to be done. Sometimes Joe was free and could have gone by himself. Sometimes the girls were sent out for a walk, but Joe was busy. None of them wanted to go without the others, so they had to wait. And then at last their chance came. You can have your lunch outdoors today, said Mother. You've worked well, all of you, and you deserve a picnic. I'll cut you some sandwiches and you can take along some nice, fresh milk. We'll go to the wood, whispered Beth to the others. And with excited faces and beating hearts, they helped their mother to pack their picnic into a large basket. 
they set off. There was a small gate at the bottom of their back garden that led into the overgrown lane running by the wood. They unlatched the gate and stood in the lane. They could see the trees in the wood and hear them talking their strange tree talk. Wisher, 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 wisher. I feel as if there are adventures about, said Joe. Come on, over the ditch we go and into the enchanted wood. One by one, the children jumped over the narrow ditch. They stood beneath the trees and peered about. Small freckles of sunshine lay here and there on the ground, but not very many for the trees were so thick. It was dim and green there, and a small bird nearby sang an odd little song over and over again. It really is magic, said Franny suddenly. I can feel magic about somewhere. Can't you, Beth? Can't you, Joe? Yes, said the others, and their eyes shone with excitement. Come on. They went down a little green path that looked as if it had been made for rabbits. It was so small and narrow. Don't let's go too far, said Joe. We'd better wait till we know the paths a bit better before we go deep into the wood. Look about for a place to sit down and have our sandwiches. I can see some wild strawberries, cried Beth, and she knelt down and pressed back some pretty leaves, showing the others deep red strawberries below. Let's pick some and have, have them with our picnic too, said Franny. So they picked hard and soon had enough to make a fine meal. Let's sit down over the, under that old oak tree over there, said Joe. It's all soft moss beneath. It'll be like sitting on a green velvet cushion. So they sat down, unpacked their sandwiches, and soon they were munching away happily, listening to the dark green leaves overhead saying wisha wisha all the time and it was whilst they were in the middle of their picnic that they saw a very peculiar thing franny noticed it first not far off was a clear piece of soft grass as franny looked at it she noticed bumps appearing on it she stared in surprise. The bumps grew. The earth rose up and broke in about six places. Look, said Franny in a low voice, pointing to the piece of grass. What's happening over there? All three of them watched in silence and then they saw what it was. Six big toadstools were growing quickly up from the ground pushing their way through and rising up steadily i've never seen that happen before said joe in astonishment shh said beth don't make a noise i can hear footsteps the others listened sure enough they heard the sound of pattering feet and little high voices Let's get behind a bush quickly, said Beth suddenly. Whoever it is that's coming will be frightened if they see us. There's magic happening here and we want to see it. They scrambled up 
and crept quietly behind a thick bush, taking their basket with them. They hid just in time, for even as Beth settled down and parted the leaves of the bush to peep through, there came a troop of small men with long beards and almost reaching the ground. Elves, whispered Joe. The elves went to the toadstools and sat down on them. They were holding a meeting. One of them had a bag with which he put down behind his toadstool. The children could not hear what was being said, but they heard the sound of the chattering voices and caught one or two words. Suddenly, Joe nudged Beth and Franny. He had seen something else. The girls saw it too. An ugly, gnome-like fellow was creeping up silently behind the meeting on the toadstools. None of the elves saw him or heard him. He's after that bag, whispered Joe, and so he was. He reached out a long arm, his bony fingers closed on the bag, he began to draw it away under a bush. Joe jumped up. He was not going to watch people being robbed without saying something. He shouted loudly, Stop, thief! Hey, look at that gnome behind you! In a fright, the elves all leapt up. The gnome jumped to his feet and sped off with the bag. The elves stared after him in dismay, not one of them following him. The robber ran towards the children's bush, he didn't know they were there. As quick as lightning, Joe put out his foot and tripped up the running gnome. Down he went, crash! The bag flew from his hand and Beth picked it up and threw it to the astonished elves who were all standing by the toadstool still. Joe tried to grab the gnome but he was up and off like a bird. The children tore after him. In between the trees they went, dodging here and there, and at last they saw the gnome leap up to the low branches of a great tree and pull himself into the leaves. The children sank down at the bottom, out of breath. We've got him now, said Joe. He can't get down without getting caught. Here are the elves coming, said Beth, wiping her hot forehead. The little bearded men ran up and bowed. You are very good to us, said the biggest one. Thank you for saving our bag. We have valuable papers in there. We've got the gnome for you too, said Joe as he pointed up into the tree. He went up there. If you surround the tree and wait, you'll be able to catch him as he comes down. But the elves would not come too near the tree. They looked half frightened of it. He will not come down until he wants to, said the biggest elf. That is the oldest and most magic tree in the world. It's the faraway tree. The faraway tree, said Beth in wonder. What an odd name. Why do you call it that? It's a very strange tree, said another elf. Its top reaches the faraway places in a way we don't understand. Sometimes its top branches may be in witch land, sometimes in lovely countries, sometimes in peculiar places that no one has ever heard of. 
We never climb it because we never know what might be at the top. How very strange, said the children. The gnome has got into whatever place there is at the top of the tree today, said the biggest elf. He may live there for months and never come down again. It's no good waiting for him, and it's certainly no good going after him. His name is Creepy, because he is forever creeping about quietly. The children looked up into the broad, leafy boughs of the tree. They felt tremendously excited. The faraway tree in the enchanted wood... Oh, what magic there seemed to be in the very names. Oh, if only we could climb up, said Joe longingly. You must never do that, said the elves at once. It's dangerous. We must go now, but we do thank you for your help. If ever you want us to help you, just come into the enchanted wood and whistle seven times under the oak tree, not far from our toadstools. Thank you said the children, and stared after the six small elves as they ran off between the trees. Joe thought it was time to go home, so they followed the little men down the narrow green path until they came to the part of the wood they knew. They picked up their basket and went home, all of them thinking the same thought. We must go up the faraway tree and see what is at the top. Oh, nosy, nosy children. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Well, I don't know. Um, What do you think is at the top of the tree? <laughs> I think we know already, don't you? Um, There will be a different place every time. Um, But what's the first place they go to? <sighs> so exciting. Um, I wish... That I had a lovely, lovely big tree, like the faraway tree, right at the end of my garden. Um, I do have a big tree, but it's not that big. It doesn't doesn't go right up into the clouds. I can see the top of it. And I don't think it would be any good for climbing in either. Um, so I think... I would rather have the faraway tree there, don't you? Where would you like to go? Where would you really, really love to go if you could go anywhere? If you could climb the faraway tree and anywhere at all be at the top of that tree, what would you like it to be and where would you like it to be? Let me know. That's the question that I'm going to ask today on my at the end on the interact button. So let me know. <laughs> anyway, I am going to love you and leave you for now. Um, I'm going to get ready for work and get my children ready for school. So uh, I think, I think, you all need to have a great day, but make sure that you take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. So, have fun. Bye for now.